It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. One for three. One for three or yeah, one and that's two? That's what I meant. One for three. Oh, one for three. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> USC, baby. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to episode number 709 of Locked On Raptors for Friday, May 1st. Holy shit, we made it through April. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter as always at WoodleySean. You can find the show at Locked On Raptors. We can find links to every single episode of the podcast. And of course, please make sure you're checking out the Locked On Podcast Network. We have team-focused shows covering all 30 NBA teams, plus all the other big four sports leagues. Every team got a local show, a local expert covering it for you in depth. And right now, it's a lot of history stuff across the network, as you might expect with those sports going on, but it's still great stuff. Lots of great lookbacks on some classic teams from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, all the way through the last decade, and uh, really creative and fun stuff across the network. So just go dabble, do a little uh, amuse-bouche of all these different podcasts and find one you like. And if you want to support it, please subscribe to, rate, and review on your favorite podcast platform, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, all those good places. We appreciate the support very, very much as we continue to trudge along with no sports. All right, on today's show, it's a Locked On Pals edition mailbag time with Vivek Jacob and Katie Heindel. Vivek, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Awesome. Back. Katie, yeah. how are you? I'm good. <laughs> awesome. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I feel like I cut off uh, Vivek about to tell a story of his very long and luxurious hair. He was. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, nothing, nothing to talk about with the hair. Um, you look great. Okay, it's it's exhausting how good you look, and uh, I'll hear no complaints about the way you look right now. Um, <laughs> one of these days, Let's you're just gonna on, get man. you're gonna get real uncomfortable with uh, my praise of your handsomeness. But uh, I think that yeah. day has come already, John. <laughs> um, well, so a couple of weeks ago, we did one of these podcasts where we got together. We fired up the Zoom call, the first video contact I've had with people who aren't my family in a very long time, and it was a lot of fun. So I figured we could do it again, help lift some spirits and all that good stuff. And you guys sent in some lovely questions as well. So we're going to run through those on today's podcast. We got questions about Mount Rushmore's and Michael Jordan and a bunch of other stuff. But we have to first get to a question from my lovely fiance, Alana, who in the car a couple days ago asked me a question that uh, she thought it would be good for a mailbag. And her response to my tweet asking for questions is, that dark question I answer, asked you in the car, answer that. So we're going to answer that question. Uh, her question was, the year is 2025, and basketball has yet to come back, and it's deemed that it's just not feasible to ever bring basketball back. The NBA as we know it is over. What is each of the Raptors doing for a job? in 2025 with no NBA. Let's start with Vivek, and let's start with the top of the roster, Kyle Lowry. What is Kyle Lowry doing in 2025? Um, I think he is teaching somewhere. Um, hmm. I th I, I, actually, you know what? 
I, I think he's coaching uh, basketball with, like, young kids. I think he's great with kids, and I think he loves the game and enjoys giving back. And um, I don't think he wants to coach, like, at a professional level because I think he Well, he can't because the NBA is canceled. All the time. <laughs> um, but, yeah, maybe a little camp that kids are at. I don't know if that's in, in, in the realm of possibilities in this situation. Mm-hmm. I feel uh, like rec basketball is still alive. People need exercise. Maybe, I mean, I guess maybe we're not even having contact then. Let's say we have contact. The NBA just like crumbled for financial reasons, maybe. So, yeah, that makes sense. Katie, do you so, have yeah. another? Yikes. For Lowry? <laughs> yeah. No, it's a bleak, it's a bleak question. It super I like the is. idea. <laughs> I like the, the, uh, the next first idea, though, of him teaching, but not necessarily coaching. Mm-hmm. I think he would actually be like a good teacher in an academic situation yeah because i think like he's the kind of guy who you know how some of like the greats aren't very good coaches like in hockey wayne gretzky was a coach and it was just fucking terrible um and i think it's because it's like hard for the people to whom it comes so naturally to be like hey just do what i did it's so easy and i think that maybe gets there's like a loss in translation and trying to coach but if he's teaching i mean he's a smart dude he's a savant he's kind of had to overcome being smaller and not sort of sort of naturally gifted so i do think he would kind of excel in either of those realms teaching or coaching i was gonna say he seems to me like a guy who wouldn't mind some solitary fishing just like has a fishing boat by then i guess his sons will be a little bit older maybe they have like a fishing business where they're out in like nova scotia and they just go out on the on the seas and catch tuna or something like that and he finds it very nice and solitary and there's no media around him asking many questions so see that's the thing i don't think that he's like so much a solitary guy i think he's like would get pretty lonely without Mm. like contact with his friends and family Mm. i think he's just like doesn't necessarily always want to talk to media when he's done his job (laughs) fair enough uh pascal siakam katie what is pascal siakam doing in an nba-less world in 2025 um I'll just say this because this was the first thing I thought when I kind of saw him in this situation once, but I think he would be a very good uh, fashion model. Mm. I think he might be walking the runways. Um, it, in this situation, week. is Serge Ibaka jealous of yeah. Pascal's status? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think no, because I think, I think... you have to do like less alterations on the clothes to fit Pascal's frame, whereas Serge is so big mm. that he definitely has a, a model bone structure and mm-hmm. loves fashion but yeah and i think it's more fun to picture it as like serge front row at the shows like really supporting his guy but also like seething a little bit <laughs> i think pascal is walking the runway for serge's fashion uh, oh i like that I'm... too yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was also thinking just like envisioning you know it's paris it's fashion week and it's like uh, like tandem modeling, so they're walking together in unison. Uh, there might be issues. I think Siaka might be a little bit faster with larger strides than Ibaka, so timing it up might be difficult. But that's uh, that, that's just a, a fun image in my brain now that I don't ever want to leave. <laughs> um, all right, who else we got? Uh, Marcus Saul. What's Marcus Saul doing? Katie. Um. I don't know. He's like working for the UN or something, you know, <laughs> I feel like he's, uh, he's like followed his kind of humanitarian spirit uh, into that realm mm-hmm. that we've like seen him uh, thrive in before. 
or he he might be the one that would be i'd say would be more inclined to like retire out to the, the spanish countryside and like open a like a vineyard with pow or something mm, like a small like like craft yeah. vineyard yeah. yeah uh that's a good one vivek what do you think yeah, I think I think he'd do. Remember, there was that story about him spending a summer with that not for profit that was like, you know, going through the water and just like helping clean the environment. Yeah. I, I think mm-hmm. I think that's that's exactly what he'd be doing. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen the show Whale Wars? Nope. <laughs> okay, so this this show is about like this boat that is that stage of the quarantine. Yeah. It's captained by this guy. I think he's maybe kind of a bad guy, but his mission is like noble. It's to stop whaling in illegal uh, circumstances where it's not allowed in like the Antarctic seas. I could see Gasol being like a calm and nice version of that guy, like captaining a ship that is policing and just like through diplomacy, stopping whaling, at least illegal whaling in, in the, in the seas of the world. Um, I think him on the ocean sounds like a kind of a thing he would be into. You know, obviously he's yeah. wearing a bathing suit that is just barely covering his ass. Uh, he's got slippers Maybe on. Socks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's exciting to me. A couple more. What's OG and Anobi doing in 2025? Uh, Vivek. No one knows because no one can find him. Yeah, is that's what okay? I was gonna say. He's like he's he's become like a true recluse, but he's a recluse with like wild habits. So he'll mm-hmm. like kind of turn up every five years, and it'll be like, oh, we saw him, you know, I'm in Machu Picchu alone, or like then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, he um, like circumnavigated the like Pacific Ocean in like a light sailing skiff or something. Like he <laughs> he's just like I don't know. He's like globe hopping, but by himself and doing weird stuff. I can and see him showing, knows how to keep up with them. I could see him showing up unannounced to uh, the fashion week where Siakam and Abak are going together down the runway and just sitting in sunglasses and maybe a scarf in the front row like and not wrapped announcing in several he, scarves. Yeah, yeah. Like just not announcing he's there, not scarves. acknowledging the, his relation to them. <laughs> um, that's one of the places he pops up every five years. I can see that. Um, I think he's definitely acknowledging them. As soon as they walk by it, he's like, I put you on. Yeah. <laughs> He's yelling it from the front row, and then they have their first, like, unfortunate stumble of their walkway, like, their runway career, rather. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's draped a scarf across the runway as a way to get back at Surge six years later. Um, uh, anybody else? What, I, don't, I don't even know for OG what I even – I had an idea, and it left my brain. Um, yeah. I want to see someone working in, like – Yeah, Fred. Oh. Fred is interesting. Um, maybe like a motivation. Oh, no, no, no. I think Fred is like uh, become a sports radio guy. He likes to talk. He has un- unvarnished answers. He's on like some Chicago radio station waxing poetic about the Cubs. <laughs> I don't like this world where there's baseball but no basketball. Yeah, yeah I don't too. know why this happened. Nightmare. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, or maybe uh, like sports radio still exists with the hope that sports is coming back, even though it's lost. I mean, I've been doing sports radio for the last two months with no sports, and so I can see there's an economy for it. And maybe he just <laughs> becomes a takesman, just like yeah. offering uh, opinions on uh, very, very loosely attached sports concepts and ideas. Um, 
I think that's probably good for that question. Very good question. I Thank have this you, like, an idea though, though, yeah. like that that some someone is working in like a tropical fish store. That like could a, be like that a could ser- be but like very serious about it. No, could, macaw. Maybe macaw. <laughs> Maybe I can see him being very serious about it. <laughs> I'm envisioning the end of Shawshank Redemption and like OG sanding up a boat that he's going to take out for boat tours, uh, doing deep sea fishing for Mahi Mahi. Um, yeah, that's part of his reclusionary lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But like, who's got the nine to five in the aquarium store? Yeah, you know? I guess you need someone that OG is like, okay, having some sort of close relation with. Mm-hmm. Um, but Serge has already been. He's tied up in Paris, so yeah, so we're just busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tom Crean, because uh, <laughs> he also does not have basketball anymore. Uh, we're going to continue on with the mailbag questions. That was a very good one, thank you, Alana. But first, I want to tell people about Postmates. Right now, you're stuck at home, you can't do anything, and maybe you want a 12 pack of beers from your favorite local craft brewery, or you want a breakfast burrito in the morning for some reason. That's where Postmates come in, comes in. If you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I love food, that's why I love using Postmates. They deliver food from every restaurant you can think of right to your door. But Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make your life easier with grocery delivery and whatever you can think of delivery too. Convenience stores, grocery stores, hardware stores, anything that's open and an essential service right now that you want to order something from, Postmates can do that for you. So no more trips to the store, no more late night fast food runs. You don't even have to worry about where to grab lunch anymore. Just download the Postmates app on iOS or Android, find your favorites and get anything you want delivered within the hour and for a limited time. Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use the code LOCKEDONNBA. That's code LOCKEDONNBA for $100 of free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. And make sure you're tipping your drivers, you monsters. Uh, You're not monsters. We love you. Just make sure you're tipping. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner. And Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Let's continue on. The uh, you next feel question nervous here. reading that in front of us watching you? Yeah, always feel nervous reading them. <laughs> yeah. I, but I, we're I, like wa- we're watching you now. Yeah, we're not and just I'm listening. Not dating making faces. Well, yeah, see, I'm too. not looking at the Zoom <laughs> screen when I'm doing that. I'm reading the copy, so That's I wouldn't smart. have seen the faces. Uh do you guys look at the screen the entire time or are you like going around different windows? No, I'm What's only the proper looking. zoom no. etiquette. Just the screen. Hmm. Okay. What else do I have to look at for this? I don't know. I, I guess I'm the one pulling up the mailbag questions. So I'm mm-hmm. the one who's being rude. Um, let's go to the next question here. This one comes from Andrew DeMarco. He asks if Messiah were eligible for the Raptors Mount Rushmore, who does he replace uh, if anyone and why? Um, we should probably address this Mount Rushmore thing. I don't know where this mm-hmm. started this week. Um, I think it was like Slam maybe that put up like a who's your Mount Rushmore for the Toronto Raptors. Did maybe they do one for every team? team? Or that because I only have seen Raptors so far. Yeah, I maybe they did. I only saw the Raptors one too. Um, and this was like an oddly contested debate, even though there is no reason for it to be, I don't think. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I, so I, I hear a couple sides of this. So I think the consensus is the Mount Rushmore is, if you're going four guys, it's Kyle, Damar, uh, Vince, and uh, Kawhi, I guess. Uh, Chris Bosh left just off. Some people have Bosh over Damar, which I think is bad and dumb. Um, I could see an argument for not having Kawhi, maybe. I don't know. Like, I, I would have put Kawhi on. Yeah, I, that's the thing. Is like maybe he's the one who chiseled it, or he, there's like a, a monument to him at the bottom of the mountain. But I, I do think if there's anyone getting knocked off, it's certainly not Demar. It's probably Kawhi. But even then, I, I don't mm-hmm. know. Vivek, do you have any strong opinions on this? I feel like Kawhi has to be there mm-hmm. um, because um, not to sound too rude about it, but I don't even know if the Raptors are worth a Mount Rushmore without last season. <laughs> Not to anyone else, maybe just to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if we're putting Masai in, as sad as I would be to do it, I would take out Damar because I feel like at least with Masai in, you have to tell the story of Damar anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I feel like with Kyle, like I feel like Damar would get talked about enough between Kyle and Masai and Kawhi that i'd be like okay still kind of what if you did like a face that's half a face of damar (laughs) and and half a face of Kawhi because it could represent the trade that like turned everything around i think katie is keeping everyone happy here i think you i think you replace (laughs) both Kawhi and damar with rc buford and then that's <laughs> one giant, one giant face. Yeah, just RC um, with Kyle Lowry. Just where where does Jake Puddle fit in all of this? Jake yeah, Puddle. Where... Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's like a shrub that like is called like Jakob Pertilicus or something like that at the base of the mountain, with a detail on 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 Yak's involvement. Um, but yeah, I, so I think I land on the like Kawhi has to be in two. And then you just like the, the main four is Kawhi, Demar, Vince, Kyle, and sorry, Chris Bosh, but you played for some ass teams, and that's not necessarily totally your fault, but they were bad teams, and you left and all that stuff. So, um, but I, I don't know. I, I don't have that strong an opinion on this. It's fine. Who cares? But um, I, I think if I was replacing somebody, it probably would be Kawhi for me with Masai because Masai kind of represents the Kawhi thing to me in a way. Um, I don't know. That's fair. This is, yeah. Katie, do you have, this is not a question I have particularly strong feelings on, but, uh, but you see, you keep finding ways to, I do discuss it and change the order. So it's I think it's I'm a revealing, a strong, okay, revealing some strong feelings in you. <laughs> uh, I think it's Lowry. Um, I think it's, Oh my God, who else is in it? I think I like my Vince. idea of half the faces mm-hmm. Vince. And yeah, you could stick Masai in there. I mean, you don't, you don't have it. You don't have any of them without him, mm-hmm. and like this era of, of Raptors. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like you could that that would be my that would be my mountain. I'm just assuming in my brain that Masai is the guy who's like on the side of the mountain doing the carving uh, more than anything because it is kind of his masterpiece. Um, my my addition to this question is so there's already one Mount Rushmore of the Raptors. Let's mm-hmm. say it's well, let's let's rule all these five guys or so out, or the four guys plus Masai out. And we'll keep Chris Bosh available, I guess. Um, there's a second Mount Rushmore, like Mount Rushmore two, 
who goes on that? So four other faces. I think this is get, this is Johnson. much more interesting. <laughs> Greg Monroe. <laughs> Fred Van Vliet. It's funny because it's like, do I split it of like my heart's true loves or do I make it still semi-serious? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because uh, then it would be like Amir Johnson, Greg Monroe, Psycho T, um, and John Sammons. <laughs> John Sammons? <laughs> John Sammons is getting a rough go this week. As I've a noticed. salmon. As a salmon <laughs> with the jersey on. <sighs> uh, That's mine. <laughs> Vivek, what's your... Yeah, you can, there's room for creativity with this one because the main guys are already taken care of. My secondary four. Um, sh- shouldn't the Raptor be on there? Mm, yep. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I'll give some love to the Raptor. Uh, I think Amir Johnson should be there. Um, yes. Siakam, he's got the G League Championship and the Raptors Championship. Yeah. Uh, and who would be my fourth? Uh, I will give some love to Mighty Mouse. Okay. So you're leaving Bosch off entirely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much of like, you know, when you tell the story of the Raptors, you know, as good as Bosch was individually, I don't know how much that error really figures in. So. Mm-hmm. As poor, a, poor Chris Bosch. I mean, I, I love him as a player. You know that. I think for me, it probably... It's just Terrence Ross, right? Well, yeah, Ross is on there. Uh, four Terrence Ross faces, ideally. Um, but so Ross is on there for sure. Uh, I think I put Bosch on just because like, that was still an era that I liked at the time quite a bit. And him leaving sucked, but he was I, you couldn't really blame him at that point because the team was terrible and everything they tried to do failed. Um, so I'm not too upset about that. So yeah, I got Ross, Bosch... Honestly, I'm toying with an idea. So I'll eventually, once they cancel the season for sure, because I don't think they're playing basketball, but if whenever the season is over officially, I'm going to do an update to ranking every Raptor. And I'm pretty sure last year I had Serge Ibaka at like 12th. I'm toying with the idea of making him like 7th after this year because he was so good and is like so indispensable off the court. Um, and I, I think he belongs on a Mount Rushmore of the team all of a sudden, considering the th- like, and he's in the position that he was in when he hit that three in Ben Simmons' face in Game Seven, obviously. Um, so it's Ross, Ibaka, Bosch, and uh, Jack Armstrong. That's my that's my fourth. Uh- <laughs> this is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. 
Sometimes you and I need that kind of support too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Um, okay, next question here. We got a couple more in. Uh, let me find one. Uh, this one comes from Rob Senta. Assuming the 2018-19 world champion Raptors are facing off the last dance Chicago Bulls, OG is healthy. How do the Raptors scheme to slow down or stop MJ and the Bulls, and how well do they do? Big V, let's start with you. Are we scheming with today's rules, or are we scheming with 1997-98? What were the rules? Okay, so that's 22 years ago, 11 years ago, whatever the rules were in 2009. So mostly today's rules. Yeah, <laughs> mostly today's rules. Although uh, I watched, uh, they had game seven of the Celtics-Lakers finals, I think from 2010 on last night. And uh, oh my God, it was 57-51 late in the third quarter. And I was <laughs> shocked and confused as to what era we were in. But anyway, uh, <laughs> carry on with 2009 rules, apparently. Yeah, I mean, I think if we're in 2009, then... Nick Nurse is pretty much running the same stuff. I think he's, uh, you know, mixing up zone and man-to-man and a full core press. And, uh, you know, that's probably one of the types of defenses that that era didn't really see in terms Mm. of everyone just scrambling around. Um, So, yeah, a lot of pressure on MJ to get the ball out of his hands. But then I don't think guys like Steve Kerr and John Paxson are getting anywhere near the same looks because the Raptors are just that crazy with their scramble defense. And um, again, the center advantage that the Raptors would have with Gasol and Ibaka going up against Luke Longley, baby. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, that'd be a lot of fun to watch. Um, Hard hard to pick against a six time champion. Um, But yeah, I think, I think the Raptors make them worse work very very hard uh i'd probably still pick the bulls just because the experience and all that mm-hmm. it is fun because like that last year it was so hyped up that Kawhi was doing something that hadn't really been seen since jordan so you have that like fun yeah. new jordan versus original jordan For i sure. also like the idea of nick nurse throwing a shot across the bow in the form of a box and one against steve kerr just as a warning as to what's coming in 10 years time Uh, (laughs) um but uh, yeah katie do you have any thoughts on this i mean i don't think it would be that hard because just like they're in much better shape than Mm -hmm. those guys were far less (laughs) uh tequila for sure (laughs) so i mean like yeah they were like legendary but it was of a different time so i feel like you know if we're going to be extremely literal with the comparison of like Mm -hmm. this team versus that team um i think the raptors have a slight edge just because (laughs) they're like I don't know, things like their body percentage. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, how much sleep they get using the hyperbaric chambers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> those kinds of things. And I also feel like the sort of swarm, the swarm defense that the Raptors have really like leaned on in these last couple seasons uh, would work probably particularly well against Jordan and mm-hmm. like the, the pest that like, Rodman was I don't know I don't know the one that scares me the most on that team is like and from watching like the the last dance is 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 uh Scotty Pippen mm-hmm. he's really friggin' good 
He's um, he's like long. He's super athletic. He's like he's very good from everywhere. It's like very weird to watch that and think like, oh, this was before like the three point game was a thing. Mm-hmm. But like who who of like who on that roster would become like a real three point shooter and like you know a, like a danger for for a team like the Raptors? I think it would be Pippen, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. I think the Raptors would do okay. Yeah. It's like Jordan, I'm sure, would figure out how to shoot threes, even though he didn't really yeah. in his career. Like, yeah. He'd be fine. Um, Pippen probably too. This would, I think, be like the most low-scoring series we've ever seen. It Just like two absurd defenses just like being mean to each other, mm-hmm. just trading possessions, like final That's scores of like 74-70. If, if you think of those rules of like, can they? can you get a fist fight? Then... Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. that's going to change things up yeah robin bit. might have the upper hand there <laughs> over uh precious and sweet pascal siakam um although i guess one serge Ibaka can throw a punch really good, um from that era now would be tony, tony kukoc oh man yeah mm-hmm. like yeah. he was built to play now right big guy handle the ball move the ball shoot it um yeah he'd be a big problem to deal with for sure I think we're going to look at the Raptors team from last year and like be, I'm not going to say they were better than the Warriors at any time because they weren't, but like among like the great teams, like a fucking perfectly built basketball team, like so good. And maybe this is Raptors bias coloring everything I'm saying probably, but uh, like I'm not saying they were the 96 bulls or anything like that, but they were an insanely well-built team. And I think they would probably make it a very close series. I, they probably lose because Michael Jordan's a psycho um, and <laughs> might just uh, berate Kawhi. Yeah. It's like whose spirits yeah. are going to get broken first. I think that mm-hmm. will be like, that would be the deciding factor yeah. so by think, Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Like last year's Raptors have, uh, I think other interests off the court and uh, are okay with a loss. Michael Jordan is a psycho mm-hmm. uh, who would not stand for that. And so probably side with him, but yeah, it would be a really fun series kind of interestingly uh, matched up and similarly built and all that good stuff. Um, and yeah, Abaka punching Rodman probably happening at some point, <laughs> mostly just because he's affronted by the, the fashion choices of, of Rodman. Um, we continue on. Do we have any more questions that came in? Um, maybe not. No, oh, we had a... What's that? There was the fun one. Uh, I think... Yeah, have you guys watched Game of Zones yet? I have yeah. not watched the Game of Zones yet. Ooh. I know. It's I very good. It. Yeah, <laughs> I know it is. I know. I, I think I understand the, the premise of the question, so we can get to it. Uh, okay. Jay Rosales, at Rosalesaurus, a uh, friend and future guest of the show, past guest as well. Uh, I imagine you'll dissect Games and Zones premiere, blah, blah, blah. What Raptors book titles exist in the Media Dell, which I'm assuming <laughs> is a library that they have in this episode of Game of Zones that I will watch after this. Uh, let's start with you, Big V. Answer correctly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a book. Um, well, I mean, there's just one book that's just Kalo. Mm. That's the book. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Who writes Kalo? Jemima. Uh, <laughs> who writes Kalo? I mean... Maybe it can be just like an awesome sort of 
medley of all of us mm -hmm. and like you know Blake going all in on the pull up transition three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we write it. Yeah. <laughs> a no sixty pressure. page. We're trying to get in game of zones here. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. True. A sixty page chapter on Kyle's ass. Uh, yeah. One thing though, I have to say, John, you haven't watched it, so you can't answer this question. Mm -hmm. And I sort of forgot from this episode to the last season. So Vivek, maybe you remember when they keep referring to Toronto with like people here or like saying um, like that, that complaint that like, t like players aren't tough anymore. Yeah. I don't really get that because I don't think that's true. Right. Of this market. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No, I thought that was more of like Bill, like Bill Simmons. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I agree with that. I mean, there's some stuff. I mean, I'll say this after the, the podcast done because <laughs> <laughs> like was, I get they're just trying to do like continuity. Anyway, sorry, what were you gonna say? Nora, because there was at one point there was one way I thought the episode was going, and I was like, if they really go this way with it, I'm I'm so done with Game of Zones and I'm glad <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> but is it gonna end with the championship now? I think it might. Um, I don't know. They have to now work that in because so much time has passed. I think. Was there any, yeah. yeah, so did they talk about, is it like last season they're covering or is it this season? Did they have any coronavirus content? Like what's no. the time frame we're at? <laughs> no. In I, the, the, the time frame in the books and the show is um, when I guess like Sam goes to, it's like kind of mixed up. It's like yeah, when yeah. Sam goes to the Citadel, it's when the guys winter is the, officially coming winter's <laughs> coming but it has like the wall still there um mm -hmm. so like that it's sort of like in two different points at once you guys gonna have any uh interest in doing a game of thrones rewatch during quarantine uh, it kills so much time even though it ends so disappointingly I know. Oh. if i had to watch stuff i've never watched yeah 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 if i had the books with me uh, they're at Dylan's Cottage, but I would probably reread them, which yeah. I've done before, which mm -hmm. I find more interesting than the show in right. some regards. But then you don't get to actually end end them. Yeah, yeah. We have the books. I probably should do that. And read. Do it. I've been so bad at reading. I've, I've had the same book I wanted to start for uh, seven weeks and have not. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid Animal Crossing. Uh, all right. I think that's going to bring us to the end <laughs> of today's show. Thank you so much for... Wait, wait, uh, I got one book out of each of you. Oh, yeah. Uh, we the Champs. Uh, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for the question. Um, I don't know. Something of like some like Nick Nurse failed, failed plays or something. Mm. Yeah. 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 Nick Nurse, what a guy. <laughs> I, we, we need more uh, stuff. Or like Nick Nurse's like songbook or something. Ooh. Yeah. Like yeah. hymns by Nurse. <laughs> sure. But like more like shred, like shredding. shredding oh, yeah. There's hymns shredding hymns for sure. Nurse. Yeah. yeah. There, there's just, there, there's only guitar licks and nothing else. Um, all right. I think that's going to bring spicy us. recipes. <laughs> What's that? How, what? how OG put us on Scar's book. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. There's yeah. probably, it's probably dressing for the long winter. An OG history <laughs> of fashion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it like, 
do they have is it in westeros that it happens the game of zones i can't remember or is it something else yeah like nba yeah. steros okay yeah no it's like that it's okay. like everything has a has a mm-hmm. basketball name okay yeah yes. but yeah I, I a history of, of fashion by og with surge putting out a competing title as well might be fun um but no we the champs is in there uh Go buy it on whatever. Uh, don't buy it on Amazon, but buy it on other places. Indigo and other places that sell books. Uh, all right, that's going to do it. Uh, we're going to close it up now. Thank you so much for uh, listening. Thanks for sending in questions. It was lovely. Uh, Big V, anything you want to plug? I just buy usual stuff at Complex. And been keeping tabs with those weekly conference calls that the Raptors have been doing. So you can expect that one story a week. Besides that, you can follow me on Twitter at Jacob. Sweet. Katie, anything you would like to plug? Yeah, NBA self-isolation watch is continuing. It's still continuing. It's maybe never going to stop. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> as long as there's dudes to cover losing their minds, I'll do it. And uh, Basketball Feelings, the inaugural Basketball Feelings Feelings draft will have its first feeling drafted today. So, so exciting. that. <laughs> very much excited for that uh you can find me at woodley sean of course uh i don't think we can say anything yet but keep an eye out katie and i have something coming <laughs> uh it's so about be- ghosts yeah it's about <laughs> ghosts and nothing else um so keep an eye out for that on your social feeds and whatnot over the next week or so um we also are uh, you can find uh, yeah we the champs if you still want to buy that read something during quarantine if you uh want to listen back to this week's podcast we did a breakdown of game seven against the nets with josh howe a couple uh 18 months ago and i just re-aired it because it was on the patreon feed no one heard it so uh you can listen to that next week some fun guests hopefully lined up for the show uh so keep an eye out there as well and uh that's gonna do it have a lovely weekend everybody and stay safe we will talk to you again on monday with another episode of locked on raptors Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.